Welcome to Leadership Matters, a podcast hosted by me, Steve Parker, a series that brings a fresh perspective to leadership, motivation, and how to succeed by talking to a diverse range of CEOs, business managers, and world-class talent. We also offer some personal tips to help you in your career. Each episode aims to provide a snapshot into the life and philosophy of some of Taiwan and the world's most successful leaders, and to find out more about why leadership matters. I'm super excited to have Naina in the uh, in the studio today. Naina, I have known about Naina for uh, probably over 10 years. Um, she's been running the Asian Venture Philanthropy Network for over 10 years now um, as CEO, chairperson in a number of different roles. She's built it from basically nothing into what it is today. Um, but interestingly enough, she also comes from a finance background. And there's, there's an experience at KPMG, the experience at Citibank. So she comes with a a well-rounded and well-grounded background to enable her to build this social impact um, hub, really, which is what she's done. And I'm, and I'm just super excited to have you here today. Nana, Nana welcome. Thank you, Stephen. Very, very excited to be here. I, I mean, I kind of want to start off with just having a little talk about your background. I want to get into AVPN and what you do in a little moment mm-hmm. now. But, but, you know, the story, I mean, how have you got from Citibank, which I think is kind of where you started up, how have you got from there to this very, very passionate social impact investor that you are today? Oh, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And um, I think, you know, I'll actually go a little bit behind Citibank and, uh, you know, just just tell you a little bit about my background because I think um, as I look back, it's played a large role in influencing how I think and, and who I am. Um, so I, I, I grew up in Calcutta. And uh, I grew up, you know, in, in the 70s and 80s, where, uh, where India was a very different country than what it is today, much more socialist, um, um, very less on uh, sort of, you know, the open free market. Um, you were very excited when someone returned from the West. You hadn't seen the shiny plastic bags, etc., uh, etc. Et and uh, I went to college in a women's college called Mount Holyoke in the U.S. when I was 17. And I had no idea, Stephen, where I was going. Um, It was an 800-acre campus with about 1,000 students. And I went from the bustling, loud city of Calcutta to this very peaceful, quiet, rural uh, campus. And in my mind, um, you know, college in the U.S. was what I had seen in comic books, in Archie Comics. And I was like, oh, this is nothing like that. And um, it was very interesting. I actually didn't sleep for the first month. I thought someone would kill, come and kill me in my bed and no one would even know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I studied in the U.S. and um, I went to grad school at Cornell. And I graduated um, with, a, with a master's degree in the business school. And, um, you know, at a time when Jack Welch from GE talked about India, China and Mexico, as the three big markets that would really change the world. And maybe because of that, I actually had a job with GE when I was graduating. I had a job, I had, I had a lot of jobs. And I, I don't think it was because I was really great or much better than my peers. It was just being opportunistic and at the right place at the right time. And I chose to come take the Citibank job because it allowed me to come back to India. And, uh, and I, I actually took that job on the condition that they would send me back to India. 
And, you know, Siddhi at that point thought I was mad because they were like, we have most people who want to leave India and come to the U.S. and you want to go back. And I still remember I felt very strongly at that point, uh, Stephen, that if people like me did not go back to India, what future did, did a country like mine have where young people just thought that opportunity and growth was elsewhere? And, um, and that's what got me back to India and that's what got me started in City. And I feel that's where I think the, the, the very strong emotion that we have to drive growth in our own communities and we have to create leadership models in our own communities that we identify with, that we uh, recognize. I mean, I think that was the genesis of, of, of thinking that way. And, um, you know, from City, I, I worked for KPMG both in Dubai and, and a little bit in India. And, um, you know, it was, it was always uh, really sort of understanding and, and learning from models that, that actually had resonance in, in their own kind of local regions. And, and to me, that was really important. And I finally ended up in 2008 working for uh, Monitor, which was one of the leading global strategy consulting firms of its time. And I worked for uh, a mission-driven unit called Monitor Inclusive Markets. And that really, I think, was the foundation for, for what AVPN has become because we were looking at how do we um, scale business models or businesses that are providing employment opportunities or goods and services to those who are at the base of the pyramid. And uh, I'd never seen anything like that. So this is, I mean, this is really interesting, but I, I it sounded when I originally when I was having a conversation with you, I was thinking that this was going to be a kind of a, a development from something to become something else. But actually what you're telling me, really, it's been the same story all along. It's a kind of mission driven approach to life that has sort of taken you along this path ultimately to where you are today. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think it can't be anything but that, no, Stephen? I mean, if you look at us, all of us, you and me, uh, we are where we are because we won the genetic lottery. I mean, that's just the fact, right? Um, we did nothing to be born in the families we were born to. And uh, we already started out our lives with, uh, with a step above those that were not so lucky in that genetic lottery. I, I, I was born to a family that could educate me, that could feed me, that could keep me safe. That is not true for one in four women globally. So how important do you think this is, this background? I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like what we're saying. I mean, it's, you know, you're saying it's a lottery. Uh, if we're lucky, we're born into a place and a time and, a, and an environment that can help and support and nurture us. Are we stuck in that? Are we trapped? We're getting philosophical very early in this conversation. <laughs> ah, we're not stuck in that. It's what we make of it, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's where culture, values, background play a huge role because uh, it's, not, it's not individualistic. It's, it's about community and it's about bringing a, a village along, you know, and I think that's the Asian part of me. Um, that that is very 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 deep. Um, it's it's never about the individual, and it shouldn't be about the individual. 
I mean, if it was only about me, myself, and I, then, you know, your, your worldview would be really narrow and uh, life would be very boring. So how do you think about this, this family upbringing then? I mean, how, how important is that in terms of developing the person that we're going to become? And is there, is there advice you would have? And I'm not asking you because you're a woman. I'm asking you because you've actually brought this up. Uh, you know, how important is this background and how do we, you know, how do we as kind of uh, older, I'm an older person uh, and I want to support the next generation of people. How do I... How can I help to empower then this next generation of people to uh, to to have more opportunities, perhaps than, than than they might otherwise have? So I wouldn't be so presumptuous as to give advice on you know what you do and how do you how do you influence the next generation. But for me, the um, you know the guiding star or the north star has always been um, how do you leave the world a little bit better than where you found it. And, uh, you know, I've, I have two children and they're, they're adults now. But to me, that has always been what I have said to them is that, um, you know, um, just make sure that when you pass by, you don't, you know, the, the footprint you leave is, is a positive one and not, not something that, that destroys, um, you know, what came before you. And, uh, is, in fact, is is something that actually helps create what comes after you. So to me, that is really important. That is really important. And I don't know whether that is um, cultural, spiritual, or, you know, something that has come through the values that I received. But that is that has always been my, my North Star. So, yeah, very philosophical, Stephen. Leave the uh, leave the world a better place than uh, than it was when you came in. That's an amazing place. And if if we only had ten minutes, <laughs> that would be exactly where I'd like to stop right now. That's a fantastic way to finish up. You know, I run a network. A network is about people, and it's people that actually make a difference every single day. And if every person believes that they can make a difference every day of their lives, you know you and I will be having a very different conversation a few years from now. Wonderful. Nina, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. You can listen to this podcast live on the fourth Monday of every month on ICRT and after that on the ICRT website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Leadership Matters by Stephen Parker. You can also check out my social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. See you next time.